It's time for Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Friday, everybody. We are back with Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. I am absolutely so ready for this show tonight, my friends. I have a good friend with me, not literally here in the studio. She's actually here via Skype. So it's been pretty technical. Like, I'm not a techie person, and so it's been pretty funny getting her up here. But here with me via Skype is Kira. Can I get you to say hello, Kira? Hello. Oh, come on. I love your beautiful voice. And so everyone listening right now, Kira is an amazing, amazing woman. Kira, I don't even remember. How old are you? I'm 20 now. 20, come on. And Kira, you live in the USA, which is crazy, crazy, crazy that you're there right now. And you're from the state of California? Yeah, that's where I'm at. Come on. And you've lived there your whole life, hey? Yeah, I've been here. In Ventura County. (laughs) Come on, I love it. Well, Kira is here. She lived in Australia. It was in 2019. She lived here on the Gold Coast for three months. That's how I met Kira originally and through YWAM, which is Youth with the Mission. And I am so incredibly excited to have here on the show to share her radical story of faith. Heaps of God's goodness. It's just all over her life. But man, she's here to be vulnerable with us and just share really impactful things. Stay tuned. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. We are back with Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And this is an exciting Friday night, my friends. I have had an amazing time just getting to know Kira. You know, Kira, say hello again. Hey. Come on. So, Kira, you're in the USA right now. Is that correct? Yes, I am in California. Come on. I love it. I'm sure you're soaking up the sun. Actually, just the other day. I phoned Kira to talk to her about the show, and she was literally on the beach. <laughs> so, yeah, my I, favorite place. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's awesome. So, again, this show, the heartbeat of this show is really to take filters off of topics that can get really messy, right? There's just heaps of misconceived ideas all around that specific topic. And so I brought Kira in because Kira has a radical story. She, at being 20 years old, has already gone through heaps of life, right? And I think we all can relate to her story in some way. But Kira, I wanted to start off by just asking you, what's your story? Um, How, you know, you love Jesus. I met you in 2019 and you, oh, every time I saw you just brought such a smile to my face. You love Jesus so much. And so just wanted to ask, you know, how did you become this follower of Jesus? What led you to come to Australia in 2019? Uh, yeah, could you give us a bit of insight on that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I grew up surrounded by Christians, like my whole family. <laughs> I'm one of five kids. And oh, come on. Every, like everyone I knew was Christians when I was growing up. Like I wow. went to church, I went to a Christian school. So it was just very easy to find joy and happiness in that. I feel like there's mm. like obviously a great community in that. I got to see God's love and experienced that and so much knowledge, biblical knowledge. I was mm. constantly like hearing and learning about that and fell in love with all of like the beliefs and the ways of living. Like I really loved it, mm. but I feel like it really became my own. Um, when I went on my first missions trip, actually I went to the Dominican Republic. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's yeah. I went cool. there with um, 
my church that wasn't even actually where I grew up going. It was like my cousin's church. But I was like, <laughs> okay, first time out of the country. Let's go. Like, Come on. And how old were you? Sorry. What was that? How old were you? I was 16, almost 17. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, like this is kind of like more when I was like in a public high school, just kind of having all of these doubts and like mm. God, Christianity as a whole. I was like, wow, like there's right. so many other religions. Like, that yes, was a big thing for yes. me. I couldn't wrap my head around like all of it. And I think but that's I, something that a lot of us can relate with, right? Like it's cool to hear how you, you've been surrounded by Christians your whole life. You know, you, you said it was a great community and yet I love the language you just used of when it became your own. You know, a lot of us, you know, it doesn't matter if your parents were Christian or your brothers or your auntie, of course those will influence us. But I love that you can remember a moment when your faith became your own. You know, when your your relationship with Jesus became your own. And so I love that. So Dominican Republic, you head there and you can continue on. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's super important. And it was such like a pivotal moment, like in mm. my faith, like to actually have my own experiences, like instead of just mm. hearing it on, from like the pastor or whoever, it was my own experience of like God's love, God's joy yes. in these people that, I saw and they hardly had anything like wow. their houses were made from like tin and their food was hardly anything. So just like seeing the amount of love and the joy and the devotion they had to God mm. just like changed my whole perspective and like the amount of love I got from them. Like Man. I feel like you go on missions trips thinking you're going to give. Right, right, right. I, I received so much more. <laughs> and I think that like I came home just like realizing like, wow, like that mm. is Jesus. Like that is who he is. And like that is the love he, he wants us to be able to be filled with because like he has so much of it to give. Right. And in that, like, I feel like I realized like, whoa, like that is the heart of Christianity to be able to like spread that love mm. and that glory. And I think from then on, like I kind of just had this desire to go on missions trips. Like I right. just think it made me, it made me like feel God's presence so much. So mm. I, like, so from then I was in my last few years of high school. A few years later, I went on a few short-term missions trips. And mm. then in my senior year, I was deciding between college, just different options. And YWAM was definitely presented to me. It was definitely God just putting it in front of me mm. over and over again. <laughs> it was so cool to see. I mean, it was definitely an answered prayer. I had no right. idea what I wanted to do with school. So that was, just, it was some, such an answered prayer just to hear about something that just settled so well with my soul. So much peace. That's that awesome, picture. dude. And so it was 2019 yeah. when you, you came to Australia and in Gold Coast specifically to do a DTS, hey? Yeah, it was. Come but on. It was like a whole year before when I was hearing about it. So it was super cool to be. That's awesome, yeah. Kira. Well, coming up, we are going to hear the news that radically changed Kira's life on this particular DTS and how she grew with God from there. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And guys, it has been awesome to just hear Kira's story. Kira, again, thank you so much for coming. I guess not coming. You're not literally in the <laughs> studio with me, but you're here via Skype. It's awesome to see your face right now and just awesome to chat with you about Jesus and your story. So thank you so much, Kira. Yeah, of course. Love to share. <laughs> Come on. And so, Kira, last year you went for surgery. 
And last year, I know you also walked through going, um, going through chemo. And so can you give us some insight, share with us your story? It was 2019 Christmas time when you got the, this news that for a 19 year old girl to hear, you know, that radically changes your life. And so Kira, can you share with us that story? Um, yeah, that, that happened in 2019. Yeah. Um, I mean, it all kind of started right when I got to Australia mm. for why I like started to notice this lump in my stomach, probably because we were at the beach all the time and in bathing suits. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's not normal. Oh, <laughs> and it never really hurt or anything. It kind of messed with my digestion. It was getting a little bigger month by month. And then towards the end of that, the December month, like you said, Christmas time, um, I decided to finally get it checked at, like mm. looked at. I was like, okay, like I'm about to be going to Vietnam. Right, outreach. right. And that's Something a two, two months missions trip. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was like looking forward so much to going to Vietnam that I was like almost in denial that I would have to go to the doctor. I was like, God's going to heal me. Like he wants me here. Like this is this is the route I need to be on. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Like I didn't even like question it until like it got pretty close to it. So right. I, I mean, we were, we were praying and seeing answered prayers throughout our DTS. Like we had some really cool encounters with just seeing that all. And so I was hopeful, honestly, for myself too, mm-hmm. that like I would just see that like coming up towards right. that. I was just kind of hopeful and, not really even putting the finger that I think uh, that I'd have to fly home for a surgery. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so <laughs> it was just not really hearing that all. Mm. I mean, went to the doctors like eight times, different specialists. Wow. Like different tests that they had to do. And finally, like the last specialist I went to, he was like, go home. Like you need to be with your family for the mm. surgery. Like it's going to be gnarly. And I mean, hearing that literally the day before everyone was leaving for their outreaches was brutal. I mean, right. definitely anything I wanted to hear. Um, you were with me, Teresa, when <laughs> at that appointment. And I remember just crying in the parking lot with you. Yeah. Definitely. I will never forget that moment, Kira. Like, I'm with, yeah. you know, and guys, um, you can't literally see her, obviously, right now. But Kira is a wonderful little, like, cute girl. Like, she is amazing. Like... And you to see this woman, you know, who who's so joyful, literally lays on. We're at a parking lot and it was in Benoa. It was in Benoa and we're in this parking lot for the specialist. And she comes out and and yes, she's literally she lays on the ground just on the in the middle of the parking lot and is crying. And and she's like, feel what's in my stomach. Feel what's in my stomach. Is it there? Is it there? Because she desperately didn't want it to be there which Kira I'm, I think all of us would would say the same thing we we wouldn't want it to be there and so yeah from that moment Kira it was pretty crazy you jumped on a plane a few days later yeah. really and you went to the U.S. to get some treatment for it hey yeah I mean luckily like right when I got there I was able to schedule surgery because it was growing like from when I had my specialist appointment in Australia to getting to back to California it had grown a lot and you were like yeah we need to get this out of you and I was like so concerned but also just like walking in 
peace about it just because I was like, okay, I'm flying all the way across the country for this. Like, it's going to mm. be fine. I didn't really think it was going to be anything more than a surgery. Right. Like, I just thought they were going to get it out and that was going to be done. And I could maybe go back or just, I just, that was very hope, like hopeful always. Right. But, um, and my doctors were too, is the funny thing. Like every time they're like, worst case scenario would be this, but mm. it, we're thinking it. like, we're thinking it's minimal. Very optimistic. Hey, yeah. Minimal like scar, like it'll be a small incision, but it ended up being a huge incision. Mm. And then that, it like, just escalated like they ended up finding cancer cells on it was a tumor a mm. cantaloupe tumor on in Jeez, my so a rock melon sized tumor in your stomach i just can't believe where it went <laughs> i know I my know. goodness it's definitely visible but man well kira we have to stop here but stay tuned yeah. guys if you are listening to this right now stay tuned and continue to hear the crazy story that kira went through and how she remained faithful to god and how he remained faithful to her this is unfiltered with ywam on juice 107.3 We are back with Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And if you are just tuning in, you have missed this incredible, incredible story. But good thing is we're going to keep chatting about it. So come on. But I have Kira with me, who is originally from USA, and I am Skyping her right now. And Kira, again, thank you so much for sharing your story. It has been absolutely amazing. And so... Kira, it was 2019 where you literally had a tumor in your stomach the size of a rock melon. And guys, Kira is not like a big, you know, she's not tall. Like she's a petite little girl. She's now 20, but at the time 19. And she literally got diagnosed with cancer, essentially. She had a tumor in her stomach. She had to fly home to the USA because at the time she was in Australia and went and did surgery. And then two and a half months of chemo, was it, Kira? There was two yeah, and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. And I'm telling, I've personally never experienced um, what you've gone through, Kira. I know many of us can relate. We've either had a family member or a friend. You know, nowadays, everybody has known or knows someone who had cancer, right? Like, it's, it's yeah. so sad, but it's such a common thing. And so, Kira, I wanted to ask you, as a follower of Jesus, as someone who loves God, Going through that process, how did you feel? You know, what what was your perspective towards God? How did all of this make you feel? Yeah, I mean, I left such a crazy, tight-knit Christian community with YWAM. So coming home, I mean, I, it was hard not having those exact people, but I was definitely seeking it. So mm. that was helpful just to, like, have having had such cool, prayerful time, like, intentional time. I definitely was craving that and wanting it. So I sought that out. Mm. So I think that was a great like vantage point I had. Um, and I'm definitely grateful for that. Right. But definitely when I, I mean, I came home and was just like, why did I even go to YWAM if I mm. didn't even get to go on the outreach that I was looking for? Because that was to. the part I you were looking forward to, hey, was the outreach yeah. aspect. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Whereas I just feel like the DTS is like such an, like a, I was, it was just getting all the excitement ready for that, that buildup. So, mm. um, coming home, I obviously was just upset about not being in Vietnam, like not being with the people I just got so close with. Like there was a lot of things to be upset about. And then 
cancer and chemo on top of that, like hearing the words cancer right. to my 19-year-old self when I was desiring to be somewhere else in the world was just heavy. Right. Um, say the least. I, I was just like kind of like numb to it at first. So I just like it was in denial. But like losing my hair, like there's just a lot of things that you can't deny in cancer. Mm. Like you just, you're physically not who you were. Like I right. just didn't like myself. I there was definitely days where there's just a lot of overwhelming doubt and bringing this back to God. Um, I was still like, just like in this constant, like wanting to see the God that the God that I know, like, mm. you know, like you have, you know who God is, you read who he is, but trying to find that in such a tough circumstance was right. so hard. Like, I remember like my favorite song is um, King of my heart. Like mm. I always love it. Oh yes. And Come on. The singing you are good you are good and I remember singing that like in the church in Australia and it was just easy to sing rolled right off the tongue and right I coming home being at the church at home after hearing I was going going to have to go through chemo and even while I was like singing those words were hard like I had to pause and like sit down Mm. and cry and confront that with God like how are you good in this circumstance right a good thing like that made no sense to me man so i even just like i've said i'm such a music person like not very talented in it but i love <laughs> music and the way it connects me to god so mm. i think that was the time where i just like really questioned a lot and really got to dive into okay i need to be able to s- sit here and sit with this until i can sing those words with truth like i'm not wow. going to just numbly sing that and I think I really just had so many um, opportunities just to mm. really dive into who God is and yeah. how His goodness can be found, even in even in my my life going through cancer. I think. Yeah. And that's massive, Kira, because for so many of us, we can totally relate to that. Of you know, this is what my circumstance is, and I I'm told God is good. But do I believe it for myself? And I loved the the picture you painted for us of, you know, you're singing this song, you are good. And it rolls off the tongue easily one month. But then the next month, it's like, wait, can I actually sing with all my heart? You are good. And, you know, just going through that process. So coming up, Kira is going to continue to share with us how she sought out after God's goodness in this crazy season in her life. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. We are back with Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. I have absolutely loved hearing this story every time. I mean, I was there for half of this story, Kira, but man, it's been awesome to just hear the other side. You know, you're in USA right now, you're 20, and you literally have a radical cancer story where you've wrestled with God and you're on the other side of it. Still, I'm sure, walking through the process, as I'm sure all of us can understand that, but Kira, I wanted to ask you, from this point now, can you confidently say, you know, that 100% God is good? What's your standpoint with that now? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, like you said, on the other side. And mm. it's it's 
obviously a process of just hear, like hearing other people's cancer stories puts me back into the position of doubt. Right. But I know in my heart that I can say that God is good. Um, there's definitely just been so many times where I think I've been reading the Bible or people remind me of stories that are in the Bible that aren't picture perfect or beautiful. They are a mess. And in the end, God's glory is shown. Mm. And I I think I took that to heart and really just applied that to my life. So I think one story specifically was just like Lazarus dying. Mm. I think his sisters like running to Jesus and being like, my brother is dead or dying. Mm. I don't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head, but he died and like Jesus wept. Like there was a time in the Bible where like Jesus literally cried and like that's a verse in the Bible and there's just Mm. mourning, sadness. And it wasn't, there wasn't this, like God didn't say like, oh, I'm going to raise him from the dead. Like there wasn't this underlying like knowledge that that was going to happen, but he did. He knew, Mm. God knew that was going to happen. And I think me like, I didn't know like the outcome of my life, my story, what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. And in the, it, when I was in it, it was just kind of rough and awful, but right. like looking at that story, like neither did Lazarus's family. Like they saw him die. They didn't know any of that was going to happen with his, him being raised back to life. But like they were fully in their emotions, ran to Jesus. Jesus wept with them. Mm. Like it, this super raw, super emotional, but even though like God knew that there was glory to come, like it didn't take away from the pain. Mm. So I was able to feel all my pain more so because of that story. And I think even now, like I can look back and be able to feel it more so because I know that God was like with me in it. Right. And he wants me to feel that wasn't like a you you can't feel those emotions. Like I think mm. God has and is letting me feel it. And I think it's an important thing that made me realize like God is good even when I'm feeling like this. Come like, on, Kira. To happy to ha- make sure that God's good. Like God's right. good even when I'm broken. And I think that was something that really helped me realize like I don't need to be perfect for God to be good. Like yes. God has a plan and in the end it's his glory shown. And I think that story in itself just really brought me. Come on, Kira. And that's wisdom. You know, I love that you're sharing. Life is messy. You know, life is not perfect. You of all people, you've experienced that. You've experienced a circumstance that nobody wishes upon anyone. And for you to be sitting here right now of sharing, you know, I went through the mess. You know, this is, and I I can sit here and, and know that God is good regardless of my circumstance, regardless of how I feel. So, how would you encourage someone? So um, for anyone listening right now, and if they're dealing with circumstances and experiences that don't feel good, you know, because we all know life, it doesn't always feel good. There's many moments that do, but it all doesn't. And so how would you encourage them to gain God's perspective in the midst of their situation or even for themselves, just going through the journey? How can they continue to see who God is? Yeah, um, such an important question. Something that I I wish I had like a direct answer when I was going through that. So mm. I hope I can speak light into that. But I just think it's really important to have no filter with God. I mean, it's just 
the separation from you, him and your feelings can be so easy to go to, like just mm-hmm. to like only go to God when you're feeling happy. Like it feels like that's what you should do because God's great and you're thankful for everything. So it's hard to go to God when things aren't great because you don't, you don't want to like upset him that you're not thankful for what he's put in your life. But to actually go to him when you're feeling upset and you're doubting him, but to go to him with those doubts, to know that he wants to hear that all, um, I think that is such a healing thing. And it mm-hmm. is super important like, in the midst of those moments when you are at your lowest, when you are at those darkest places that you you know that God's still with you, that he's yes. right there to hold you. He's right there to hold your hand. Like he's a relational God and he's not just there when things are beautiful. Like he's there in the those dark those dark nights. And I think God's perspective, like I think it's so easy to think that it's like all bright and beautiful. Right. And is. But I think the whole story of like the gospel, like Jesus died a brutal death. Like I think right. in itself was also another story that was like, this is literally the soul of my like soul truth of like what I believe in. And like, mm. it was not a thing. He died the most crazy way. Like that's like so much pain and so much brutal pain. Like, I don't know. I think it made me be able to relate with Jesus more too. I was like, whoa, yes. like, he went through this. And I have to go through this, but that doesn't mean it's the end. And Come I think on, that was- Kira. That is good wisdom right there. And so stay tuned as we hear more wisdom from Kira. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. Welcome back. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And oh man, Kira, this has been an amazing time. Uh, Just hearing your story is awesome. This is the end of our show. But guys, don't worry. I will give you a platform on how you can listen to Kira's radical faith story, honestly. Kira, thank you so much for being here. You're not physically in the station with me, but you're on here with Skype. And it's been really cool. So thank you so much, Kira. Yeah, thank you. So good to talk with you, Teresa. Come on. You too, Kira. I absolutely adore you. And so, uh, as I mentioned before, this is Unfiltered with YWAM. And so we just want to take all those filters off of topics that Oh, they just have so much dirt on them, really. There's just misconceptions all day long. And so if you miss this show with Kira, I highly encourage you, go to places you listen to podcasts. So that's Spotify, that's Apple Podcasts. Please take a listen. This was an hour show, and Kira just poured her her heart out for us. Um, And so I I encourage you, go listen to that because it's great. And if you are listening now and you want to email us, you have further questions for us, we have an email that you can actually go to and just chat with us. And if you need any more information or you're walking through similar things and want someone to chat with, the email is unfiltered at ywamgc.com.au. That is unfiltered at ywamgc.com.au. Thank you so much, guys. You are amazing. And I hope you have an awesome weekend. Like, I love the weekend, so who doesn't, really? It's awesome. I love it. So this is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. See you later, guys.